Welcome to Flower Hour. A podcast completely dedicated to baking. I'm Amanda in Los Angeles. And I'm Jeremiah in Sacramento. Welcome to the Baking with Kids episode and to my grandmother's kitchen. Me, my Aunt Lori, and my grandmother Maxine are all gathered around a deep fryer frying traditional Portuguese donuts, which we call filoche, but you might know them as malasadish. They are the ancestor to the Hawaiian malasada. We will also be interviewing three different bakers who are still kids, and then we will be checking in with my grandmother and my aunt as we continue to fry and chat about baking with kids. So, Grandma, do you have any tips on how to bake with kids and not lose your mind? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the girls were very cooperative. They wanted to really, so it was fun for them. Do you remember the first thing you taught them to bake? Probably a jelly roll. Really? Yeah. Like a jelly roll cake? Cinnamon. No, no cinnamon, cinnamon uh, pie crust. Pie crust. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you you had some pastry. Yeah. And then what? What'd you do? And then they rolled it out, and then rolled. But you had each one of us had a spot, and we each had a rolling pin. Like yeah. a tiny one, right? Little, little children's. Uh, and he had an apron, too. Oh, yeah. We had an apron. My aunt made the aprons for all three of them. So they got their outfits on. So it was almost like a competition. Who could, you know. <laughs> and who did the best one? Of course I did. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but we had little pie tins. Now, I remember when we were kids, if we... You kind of you didn't care if we made a mess or, I mean, you would steer things in a clean direction, but you never mm-hmm. got upset if we, you know, if the recipe was going off the rails. <laughs> Did that other ever bug you, and if they, they were doing being messy or? No, just keep your hands out of your mouth. That was the rule. Yeah, don't put your hands in your mouth and touch the food. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Did your mom bake with you? Well, yeah, I think the sweet bread, she would give me a piece of dough Mm -hmm. to play with. But she didn't teach you to, like, make cakes and cinnamon rolls and... Maybe a a little pie, but not too much. Not too much. What's the first thing you remember baking? I think it was that pie crust uh, cinnamon roll-like thing. And what other stuff did you guys bake? We made pudding... Like from scratch? No. She just let us, you know, put the stuff in and stir it. And we used to always pull our chair up whenever she was making something with the mixer. I can remember pulling the kitchen chair up and wanting to stand and watch whatever she was putting Aww. inside that mixer. <laughs> and then you'd sit there and watch? Yeah, we'd watch. We'll be checking back in with my grandmother. But now, our first interview. So, Summer, welcome to Flower Hour. How are you? Thank you. 
good. I'm good. So you and I know each other very well because you're one of my piano students and you're amazing. And someday, back in the day, you brought me some pictures of things you had baked and I was so impressed. So Summer, meet Amanda. Hi, Summer. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited to meet you. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So let's start with this. How old are you? I'm 13. 13. So what grade is 13? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Okay. Is that middle school where you live? Yeah, it's middle school. Okay, perfect. And speaking of where you live, where is that? I live in Davis, California, which is near Sacramento. And yeah. I knew that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you better you better have the gist. Or, I mean, maybe she flies in for your fabulous lessons. You know, <laughs> in from somewhere far, far away. Uh, so, Summer, when did you start baking? Have you been baking for a long time, or is it something you just started recently? I've been baking for a mediocre amount of time. It's like my grandma who inspired me to start baking and I just kind of started watching her do her own things and she would tell me all the steps that she would go through and I would just watch her and then afterwards I'd just do a taste test and I would love it <laughs> so that's, that's the what, best part yeah I've been baking maybe I started watching her when I was in third grade which was like um, eight years old. So around eight. So that's like five years. You've been baking almost as long as I've Six been years. baking. So that's awesome. <laughs> what kind of things did your grandmother make? Like what kind of things did you get to watch her make? I watched her make biscotti and tiramisu. And sometimes she would make like macarons, macarons. Those were really good too. Wow, she's fancy. Yeah, and she taught me to put rum on cake, which I haven't Ooh, done yet. I like your grandma. That's my kind of grandma there, yeah. <laughs> What's the most recent thing you've baked? I baked cookies yesterday. Ooh, that's very recent. What kind? White chocolate macadamia. Now, is this a new recipe for you? No, not really. One of your yeah. standards? yeah. <laughs> Very good. Sounds delicious. I'm curious. So when you want to make something that you've never made before, and it's not something that you've made with your grandmother or seen somebody make, where do you go to find recipes? What are your favorite sources? I just browse the internet and whichever has the most ratings I look for and <laughs> the large stars because I don't know. So just trust the other people who have tried doing it. I think there... that's great advice. Do you do that too, Jeremiah? Because I definitely have done that like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Absolutely. And I find myself returning to a lot of the same sites. And I'm wondering, Summer, are there certain sites that are definitely showing up as your favorites? Yeah, the ones with good ratings and the ones that taste pretty good are like Sally's Baking Addiction. Sometimes like all recipes where people put different recipes in and... Tasty. Tasty is one of my favorites. Are you reading the comments too to see what, how, what people have done, if they've changed anything? Yeah, I have. And those help a lot because some people say, oh, the muffins aren't great because they spill over the pan. And then someone else says, oh, you should just put some baking powder in it. 
and it makes it a lot better. And so I do that and nothing bad happens. (laughs) That's awesome. Speaking of muffins, Amanda, I have to tell you, I think it was last month, Summer, you brought me a blueberry muffin and it was the perfect quintessential blueberry muffin. I'll never forget it. It was seriously the best one I've ever eaten. And I'm not just saying that because you're my student, but it was just, it was light. It was fluffy. It was moist. It was rich. It had a crumble top, crumble topping and the blueberries were perfectly dispersed in the batter. I mean, it was magic. How did you do that? I just browsed the internet. Like... (laughs) 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 <laughs> You're just a maven, an internet maven. Yeah, that's where a lot of the recipes I get come from, the internet. Summer, I'm curious, do you ever make cakes? And if so, do you have like a certain kind of decorating style that you tend to lean on? Or are you not a cake person? I feel like a lot of bakers are either really into cake or really not into cake. I actually really enjoy making cakes. I think they're they're fun to do and even more fun to decorate. But the only thing I don't like about making cakes is the cleanup you have to do. It is so messy and the frosting is everywhere. But yeah, I really enjoy making cakes. I like to do like simple decorating styles and like not too much frosting because sometimes frosting can be overly sweet. And I've seen a lot of people doing flowers, putting flowers on the cakes and having like like a naked cake, that's what they call it. And those are really pretty. I also like doing drips with chocolate. I also really Ooh. like doing that. And putting like things like cookies and macarons on cakes also looks really good. I love all of those ideas. And I really like that you bring up too that the design is not free from the experience of eating. I think a lot Mm -hmm. of people kind of like get this idea of like that you want it to look a certain way. And so maybe you go bananas. I've definitely done this. Go bananas with layers and layers of really thick frosting, but then maybe it's not as pleasant to eat. It might be really pretty, but I like that you think about the experience of eating with the design. I think that's yeah. really cool. And I like edible decorations. They're my favorite. Like those a are, <laughs> those are Those are interesting. Like the kinds of candies that people make into different things. I definitely don't like eating fondant. I think you have a lot of people in your corner. It's really fun to play with, but to eat is a different experience, right? <laughs> yeah. so uh, this whole episode summer is about baking with kids and i'm wondering do you have any advice for parents or grandparents or adults in general of how to bake with kids and do it well i think you should it's a term that i learned from one of my dad's friends who's a baker and went to culinary school it's mise en place which is like doing the ingredients first and then after you can assemble so it makes it less hectic and more like you can do one thing at a time and even when you make a mess you wouldn't have to start all over because you messed the whole recipe up you can just redo that tiny bit and then you can move on i am blown away (laughs) (laughs) i feel like you're ready to go teach your own baking class and i would totally want to come Um, kind of along the same lines, do you have any other advice? I feel like that's part of it, but any other advice for a beginning baker for somebody who's just brand new? Um, I would suggest watching a lot of videos because that really helped me learn the techniques and different ways. And then also just experimenting. Like you don't have to do 
one huge thing. You can do like a few small things and just figure out what you like and what's easy or difficult for you. And then you can just move on from there. Brilliant. Are there any recipes you think a kid should start with? Probably banana bread. That tastes really good. That's a great suggestion because it's not too hard, right? Yeah, it's not too hard, but it still tastes really good. Now, there's so many types of banana bread. What do you like to add to yours? Bananas, obviously. (laughs) But um, nuts. I like adding nuts to banana bread. Makes it have like more of a crunchy factor and then also like mushy as well. That tastes really good with it. Do you have a favorite nut? For banana bread, I would say walnuts or pecans, pecans, but I like almonds a lot. Almonds taste good. Yeah, I'm curious, when you are baking in the kitchen, is it a super serious environment or are you having lots and lots of fun? Like, what's the vibe in the kitchen when you're running the show? It depends on a lot of things. It depends if I'm just baking for fun, if I just want to enjoy myself, or if I have a goal, like... I want to bake for my teachers, then I would have to work on my time limit and getting all the things done. And it's more serious, although I still have a lot of fun doing it. It's less like, oh, I'll just do whatever I want. And then a question we had kind of with that is what advice do you have? What kind of best ways do you have or tips about having fun in the kitchen? I just say at the beginning, it's very messy, but just it's fine you can clean it up later and it really doesn't matter that much if it's messy because you'll slowly learn to contain contain that and make it easier to clean up and also don't worry about it tasting bad because you're just learning to start I don't know just start like start baking and you you'll have many fails in these baking things, but just learn to enjoy it and you'll slowly get the hang of it. Now I have a two part question. It was amazing advice, of course. And the two, what first part is, what is the bake you're most proud of? And then what, are there any fun baking disasters you've had that you can share? Okay. My favorite bake is probably the cake that I made for my mom. She really likes Black Forest, and I incorporated that in a cake by using raspberries instead of cherries. So I made like a raspberry puree, and then I put that in the cake, and then frosting, not really frosting, but like cream, and I put a bunch of raspberries on top, and it looked and tasted really delicious. But the one, the worst one that I made was probably with my friend at her house. It was kind of in a time limit because I had to go home, but I was just, like, we just used the cake mix, and we were trying to make, I think we were trying to make a cake, but then there was a bunch of leftover frosting and a bunch of leftover cake, so we tried to make cake pops, and that turned out to be a disaster because the frosting was everywhere, and the (laughs) cake pops didn't set in time, so when you tried to put the sticks in, it wouldn't work, and it would fall apart, and it just turned into... A mushy mess. 
<laughs> I can picture it. Can you, Amanda? I, I can identify 100%. Yeah, I know that feeling when everything's just going off the rails. And I also know the feeling because I feel like I'm always trying to get things done before I have to pick my kids up from school. And there's so many times where I'm like, if I had 30 more minutes, I could probably like properly do this. But there's like that moment. I'm just imagining you like jamming the sticks in and, and I have that moment probably like five times a week. So <laughs> let's get sentimental. I want to ask, what does baking mean to you? Oh, um, I actually have a project to do what I enjoy and about, cause we're working with partners, what our partners enjoy. And I wrote that baking is a fun experience that I can have and it can also make other people happy as well as me when I give the food that I make to them and they really enjoy it. I think it's just an overall good experience to connect with people and even with yourself. Like, even if you have a bad baking disaster, you're still laughing and you're still having fun that you have, you've made a mess. And I think baking is, is different and it is something that you can, I don't know, something, something I really enjoy. I really like doing baking. I love that. That is so special. It's so special. And I want to ask you, how do you think baking will change in the future? I think it will be a different way to connect to people because I've started to realize that the many times that I've baked things for people, they've really enjoyed it. And that was one of the things that they remember of me. Like my fr friends are all like, Oh, it's summer. She likes to bake. She wakes up at five 30 in the morning to bake. And I think that's pretty cool for, to be known for the person who likes to share food and the person who likes to just express themselves through giving through others and how impactful that is to just have something small and to be remembered for it. Do you really get up at five 30 to bake sometimes? Yeah, I do. And I don't I'm, mind doing it, actually. I'm so impressed. You always amaze me. Summer, I don't know if you've ever heard or if Jeremiah has prepared you for this, but we have a question we like to ask every guest. And we'd like to know if you could bake for anyone, who would you bake for and what would you bake for them? That is a tough question. Um... I don't know. The first person that popped up in my head was Kim Kardashian because I saw her favorite pastry baker was a person who makes cakes and then there's like a shell over it and you can use a hammer to crack it open. And I think the fact that she likes something so different like that would be cool to bake something. I don't know. I just thought it'd be cool to bake something for her. And yeah, I don't know what I'd bake for her though because there's so many things out there that you could do. There's different ways and different combinations you can add together so probably something fancy something with a wow factor yeah yeah i have no doubt that you could achieve that or anything you want in your baking future we are so impressed thank, thank you, you for letting us learn from you and uh, get to know a little bit about what baking means to you summer i appreciate you coming on thank you that is messy I changed the dough so it would be easier to handle uh, for this class. Yeah, look at the difference. But we just have to see if the flavor still is good. Is it worth the 
pain of. You need water your hand, on your hands. Yeah, otherwise it kind of gets stick sticks. I mean, I remember my cousin. It was just like a sticky web. Yeah, that's definitely went if you do it exactly as her recipe says. This is one of it's our family sticky, recipes. Web. It's a yeasted dough with lots of eggs, butter, sugar, and a little bit of lemon. Okay, so. What about cookies? I mean, that's the oh, first yeah. thing I remember making with you, Grandma, is um, snickerdoodles. And oh, I'd really? watch you, and then you'd roll, help, we'd roll the balls together, and then the best part was you let me roll the balls in the cinnamon sugar. <laughs> well, I'm sure that be- came because of doing it with the girls. Yeah. You guys did cookies? I'm sure we did. I'm not remembering. I think we did cutout cookies. Yeah. I remember the um, the cookie cutters. Where I, I was always fascinated. But years ago, I did, we did more cut cookies than drive, drop cookies, I think. Mm-hmm. More, more than drop? Yeah. That was Christmas, was cutting out cookies. Mm, how fun. Did you decorate them too? I remember doing it with raisins and... Um, which I didn't like. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> um, and... Do we have like red hot candies? I think I remember. Mm-hmm. So for the people that get stressed out with kids in the kitchen, what do you think you should? What advice would you give them? Take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Aunt Lori? Now, are you have you baked with the grandkids yet, or with Colton? I tried, but it's what I, not really baking. I had him make a pizza. Oh, that's fun. And that's kind of the first. It was all he could ha- really handle and probably all I could handle. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart because that's the kind of thing that it'll still taste good mm-hmm. in the end and it's not a technical like a pie or yeah. where you're like, you have to, oh gosh, we got to start over. But kids um, enjoy seeing what they've made and they're so excited. Yeah, it's fun to sit there for them to see that yeah. transformation. They're sure, they're Interested. You want to go in the paper first next time? I would gladly do that. <laughs> What's it like cooking with a 60 year old? <laughs> or baking with a 60 year old? <laughs> I didn't think you were a day over 20. Yeah. They shouldn't be browner. <laughs> That's her way of telling you to make them browner. <laughs> Well, I've never seen them that color. <laughs> well, they feel good. Sorry about that. Try it. Try it and see. Well, you got to give it to the, the princessa over there <laughs> and see what she she thinks. She's the boss. I can't remember if I flipped this or not. No. Now for our next two kid bakers who have a baking business together. Remember, okay, so welcome to Flower Hour, Bridget and Lily. You guys are owners of the cake business, Cake O'Clock. And we are just so excited to talk to you and get to know you a little bit and get to know all about your baking experiences. Thank you. Welcome. Yay, thank you. <laughs> excited to be here. First things first, how old are you both? Um, so I'm 14 and she's 13 this year, yeah. Amazing. So are you guys in the same grade or are you in different grades? What grade is that? Both of us are in eighth grade. Okay. 
Fantastic. Now I know this because I know you, Bridget, but where are you guys from? Uh, here, why don't you? Uh, Lily was born in Sacramento, but both of us grew up in Davis. Another Davis Baker. Can you believe that, Amanda? I, I'm seeing a trend. I feel like it's a hotbed of baking activity up there. Davis, <laughs> California. It's where all the good bakers come from. <laughs> now tell me, you guys, so when did you first get started baking? Um, well, both of our parents uh, baked a lot. My mother was really interested in cake decorating and so there's still all of her fancy gadgets up in the pantry (laughs) yeah um and my mom used to make like all these fancy birthday cakes for me so i think that's kind of part of where the interest for baking came from but both of us uh didn't start baking together until about seventh grade year yeah just one year yeah. <laughs> wow. I've seen their cakes. That's why I'm so like blown away. Oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> do you guys get to bake the cakes together? Do you get together and make them? Or do you like, if you have a cake to make, like one of you makes one and then one of you makes the other? Yeah, no, for the most part, we um, bake them together and it's really fun. And we have kind of like a process now of who does or who does what. <laughs> okay, That's take so us back awesome. to the beginning. Like how did this business start? Um, I probably would have never pursued baking if it wasn't for Lily. I'd always been slightly interested in it, but I didn't really have anyone to bake with. So I'm really glad for this. Yeah, there's actually kind of a funny story as to how we kind of started as a business. Um, So we bake cakes for for our friends' birthdays, and we'd bring them to school and share them with everybody. Um, But my mom was like, well, if you're going to bake them, uh, so many cakes, why don't you start a business so you can pay for the ingredients? <laughs> so, um, so we did, and it's gone well, and it's really fun, are. too. Yeah, here we are. So tell us about some of the, the orders, the commissions you've had. Um, often, uh, we're asked to make uh, cake bites um, or truffles and uh, chocolate chip cookies. Our cake bites are kind of like cake pops, except without the stick, because I could could never get it to stick. (laughs) But people seem to like them, yeah. Yeah. um, Um, But we have gotten quite a few cakes, too, and they're really fun. So we do, like, little six-inch cakes or eight-inch cakes. I remember the first cake we made for an order was absolutely enormous. We didn't even know what to do with it. We didn't have eight-inch cake pans. We only had nine-inch, so it was a little bit massive. Yeah. Like super-duper tall? Was it really tall? Uh, Yeah, we did three layers, which I think was a little too much. We should have just stuck with two. Um, But yeah, it was a bit too tall and a bit too large. Yeah. That sounds, yeah, exactly. It sounds fantastic to me. A little too big is just my kind of cake. (laughs) Do you guys have favorite flavors that you like to work with? Or do you just make whatever people like? Or how do you determine your flavors? I mean, personally, I'm very fond of citrus cakes. They're fantastic. Yeah. And uh, we... There's like a little form that people can fill out and we have a bunch of flavors uh, or for the cake base that they can choose from. I think my favorite would have to be chocolate because you can't go wrong with chocolate, really. <laughs> You're speaking Amanda's language. <laughs> okay, where do you guys like to get your recipes? Um, we get most of our cake recipes uh, from someone named Yolanda Gap. Yeah, I don't know. 
So her recipes are really good. And then uh, also we get more of our decorative uh, recipes, like our uh, buttercream or uh, ganache strips from uh, someone named, I think it's Chell Sweets. Yeah. And what kind of buttercreams are you guys into? We like a good Swiss meringue buttercream. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun to work with. A few times we make pieces of strawberries into it. It's all so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds delicious. Do you guys get to bake together when you're not baking for orders, too, just to kind of test your ideas? And like you mentioned, stirring in strawberries. Do you get a chance to kind of play and practice? And then other ones are very, like, you know, orders of things that you've made before? Or is it all just all the time trying new things. Sometimes it's improv, but a few times uh, we'll just get together and decide, you know what? Today's a good day today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Bridget, I know you're an expert on Australian bakes. Have you taught Lily or exposed her to any lamingtons or pavlovas? He has not yet. <gasps> <laughs> For the past few, few years, instead of a birthday cake, I've had a pavlova, which is my absolute favorite. But I've never actually made one myself, which is one of my goals for the future. <laughs> yes. Well, your mom. I makes feel. I feel a baking project coming on. Yep. <laughs> uh, maybe you guys could incorporate a pavlova, like on the top of a cake or something amazing. Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah. yeah. That's just something we we should definitely try that. I think yeah. that'd be popular. Yeah. <laughs> and Lily, you need to request some lamingtons from Bridget. I've had them there. She does a good job. Thank you. I'm flattered. <laughs> now, I'm curious, do you guys have any advice for any parents that may be listening uh, on how they can bake with their kids? Just do it. Have fun. Like, every part of it is beneficial. Uh, except- Even the cleanup. <laughs> yes. Teach some important life lessons. Yes. Yeah. There's it, just all of it's fun. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing more to it. So do it and have some fun. Yeah. Just get in there. Yeah. Have I you baked that. with any kids younger than you? Um, not really. See, actually, I baked uh, a little cake with. Um, he helped a little bit, but <laughs> I baked a cake um, when I was in New York with my cousin. I so. sometimes will bake things with my sister. But that normally ends with us arguing and flour everywhere. So, <laughs> do you guys throw it at each other? Uh, no, it just normally get, uh, ends up getting spilled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if it's something sweet, then it's powdered sugar, which is just worse because it's sticky. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. No one likes a sticky kitchen. Nope. Now, uh, do you have any recipes that you would recommend to kids? If we have any kids listening and they're thinking about getting started baking, where would you say they should start? The best advice I can give is just master a basic chocolate or vanilla cake and maybe a Swiss meringue buttercream as well. They're really not as intimidating as they sound. You can find like a really fun and easy, um, I think like vanilla cupcake recipe and they're fun because you can have like little treats that you can pack into a lunchbox or, and share with people. And trust me, no one will complain if there's too much chocolate cake around. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. Wisdom. (laughs) Chocolate wisdom. Thank you to Subi Honey for sponsoring this episode of Flower Hour. The next time you're baking, consider skipping the sugar and substituting it for honey. 
but not just any kind, try using the traditional filtered Sue Bee honey or Aunt Sue's raw and unfiltered honey. Both are a great alternative for sugar. For starters, you can use a third less honey than sugar when you bake, which means you're reducing calories. And different kinds can add different flavors, like Sue Bee's orange honey or Aunt Sue's wildflower honey. Plus, when you use Subi honey or Aunt Sue's, you're guaranteed pure, premium USA honey that's tested for the highest quality in purity, clarity, and flavor. How do they ensure this quality? Because all of their honey is produced by the 270 independent family beekeepers who make up the Sioux Honey Association Co-op. The co-op started nearly 100 years ago, and to this day, they still know all of the beekeepers by name. Because they believe it's not just where your honey comes from that matters, it's who. So the next time you're baking, pick up a bottle of Sioux Bee or Aunt Sue's at your favorite supermarket or shop for honey online at SueBee.com. That's S-U-E-B-E-E.com. What does beet baking mean to you guys? Well, for me, it's just a fun hobby that can bring people together. And the best part of it is that you can make it your own. It's not something that follows like a specific rhythm and the cake that you make will always be the same as someone else who does it. It's really something that you can make a part of yourself. Yeah. What about I you, Lily? Um, I, I just really love baking and um, it's especially fun. Like when you can have time to just hang out with friends or, and I, it's always great to see like how happy making a cake for someone or like how happy they they seem about it. They're like, oh yay, you made a cake. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice to yeah. see the expressions on their faces. I think that's something every baker can relate to is that face that you see reflected at you when you bring something. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You guys are making me wish I lived closer to Jeremiah. I always wish that we could bake together and hearing their fun adventures. I'm going, I want to pop over and, and make a cake with you. <laughs> I think we should go crash one of their baking parties. Absolutely. <laughs> now, I'm curious, do you guys have any thoughts on how baking may change in the future? Oh, I don't really know. I, <laughs> I um, don't know. I mean, like cakes I've seen recently, it's just people are putting all sorts of fun stuff on top. So, I mean, I'm excited to see where that goes. It's starting to lean towards large lumps of chocolate or vanilla, and I'm perfectly okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of the future, Bridget, you were telling me something about what Lily's dad invented for you guys, or you were testing. Remind me about that. Um, I think one of the more important contributions to our kitchen is a soap that I think Lily's dad designed to remove butter, or that's what I heard. <laughs> oh gosh, if that's the truth, send some over. Oh yeah, that could be very useful. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like some oil stripping soap that we get. <laughs> that's really helpful. <laughs> well, let's just say your dad invented it because it sounds really cool. Oh yeah, no, he's definitely <laughs> thankful for it. <laughs> butter coated plates, no more. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear you guys mentioned that you kind of have a flow now with, with, you know, who, what, you know, like how you guys put together a cake. And I'd love to hear kind of your process, like who does what and where do you start and and what does that rhythm look like? 
Well, sometimes a cake will take two days, but we're trying to work towards doing it in one. Yes. And that process is normally uh, both of us just make the cake together. And then uh, while that's baking, uh, Lily will start on the buttercream. And uh, while that's making uh, and uh, once the buttercream is ice, uh, that's normally Lily's job since <laughs> I'm very clumsy with that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, oh, I'll you're not. The, you're perfectly fine at that. You do an amazing <laughs> job. <laughs> I'll make the ganache and then uh, mm-hmm. Lily will put it on. And yeah, yeah it's really fun watching everything just come together. But we, because of school, and if our orders aren't for weekends, we really only have like one, two hours, maybe three. Um, to to make the cakes after school uh so sometimes like uh our cake recipe takes 45 minutes to bake so it's just sometimes difficult to get a cake out like right on the day so we split up the process sometimes so we'll do like the cake one day and then we'll let it cool and like chill and chill overnight which helps i think with getting everything stacked together how would you describe your decorating style hmm well, oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I think we're leaning a little bit more towards like kind of a modern and fun uh, cake design. I think both of us really love like a ganache drip because I think those always look like really cutesy and help tie the cake together. And it's sort of become our signature now. <laughs> um, we almost always uh, put a nice ganache drip on our cake. I love that, that you have kind of a signature style. Do you have any tips for people listening on how to do a ganache strip? That's something that's really challenging. So tips are always welcome. Oh, um, so we usually just heat a bit of cream in the microwave till it's just kind of barely bubbling. And then we'll take that out and pour it over like finely chopped chocolate bits because if they're not finely chopped, then it won't melt all the way through. And, uh, oh, also if you put too little cream in, then it'll seize the chocolate and you'll just get a big lumpy mess. So just make sure you have like a recipe that you're following and uh, stir it gently and don't splatter it everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, remember to chill it enough before you put it on our cakes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been too many times when it just seeps down the side and sits in a puddle at the bottom. And that's <laughs> fun. Still delicious, but a little frustrating from the oh, yeah. design place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think controlling that drip is the hardest part. So that's great tips. So it's time to ask you our favorite and iconic question of if you guys could bake for anyone dead or alive who would you bake for and what would you bake and you can each have your own answers by the way oh no i have no idea what's that uh (laughs) probably someone from medieval times low expectation and would (laughs) eat any food that i could give them (laughs) made an absolute disaster of a cake then they'd be whoa it's food and if it was a good cake that I'd, that I'd be proud of. They'd be so blown away. And then I get to see that lovely smile on their face. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think it would be 
fun to bake. Um, so, you know, we get a lot of our recipes from Yolanda Gamp, so it would be really, really amazing just to be able to bake for her and, like, get constructive criticism and be able to meet her. So I think yeah. both of us kind of look up to her style and, like, baking expertise. <laughs> she has fantastic cakes. Maybe someday I'll be able to look out and be like, yeah, I think I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt that you will. I know it. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness, you guys. I love your answers. I loved hearing all of your baking adventures. Thank you so much for coming on. And do you guys have a website or where can people find your business? Yeah. Um, so we are at, sorry, it's kind of a complicated. Spell uh, it out. Okay. So uh, let me see. Okay. So you can find us at sites.google.com slash view slash cake o'clock so that's c or c-a-k-e-o-c-l-o-c-k excellent and do you have a instagram page yet or anything like that uh i we're kind of working on it got it like the whole social media thing so right now i'm just kind of advertising for my personal one but that's not i think we're going to switch to something bigger maybe soon well, whenever you get a business one, shoot us a line and we'll make sure we let everyone know you're on the gram. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. This was so fun. I really enjoyed it. Yes. Thank you. I think too, I'm now remembering my mom. Didn't she do those days where she had invited us, each of the kids over to make gingerbread houses? Yes. Yeah. That was fun. I think when you're a kid, all the decorating kind of stuff is fun. Yeah. Not fun for the Because <laughs> then if you got frustrated, you were like, you sat back and like, we, you wanted us to fix it for you. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I kind of remember those feelings yeah. of like, this didn't turn out how yeah. I envisioned. Yeah, I need like, mom. Fix it. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you manage those moments? You just fix it. You try to do it. And sometimes you make them more mad because it's not fixed the way they were planning for you to fix it. <laughs> what do you think, Grandma? Are they cooked enough? Yeah. Surprisingly. They taste good? Let's see. That's a better color. How's the flavor? Good. I'm going to wait till I'm done. How's the flavor, Grandma? Yeah, very good. Now, did you bake with Kevin and Ryan, besides the decorating? Kevin and Ryan are yeah, my two cousins, Lori's sons. <laughs> if I remember right, it didn't go so well. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not going to say. <laughs> there was one that really, one of them that really um, <laughs> was not happy. <laughs> Okay, so I think we've decided cookies, things you can decorate are good, kid recipes. <clears throat> when did my mom start making cakes? Was that high school? 16. Had she, and she's seen you make, she had seen you make cakes, right? But my way of decorating it, nothing formal. Yeah, but it was really creative. But I, I didn't learn anything formal. You taught yourself, right? Yeah. But you did all those decorations out of other types of yeah, you sweets made, and things. You made a, a merry-go-round. I mean, 
I made, I learned to make roses on my own. Did you really? Yeah. Well, that looks really nice. Well, I think I took ceramics and I made clay, uh, roses out of clay. Yeah. So that I, I, I had a heads up to do frosting. Yeah. So mom saw you do that? Yeah. But she took formal lessons. Now how about Titi? Titi is our nickname for my Aunt Adele. It's short for Tia Tia. Join in, but that wasn't... I don't think... I don't know. Now she's she's really into baking. Yeah. But she didn't doesn't decorate. But you, she decorates with fruit and stuff. It looks like my depends. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> looks like my depends. <laughs> And that was my grandpa, Eddie. Ay, Jesus. Misericordia. Well, these are like clouds. They can look what, like, it kind of looks like whatever we see in them. Me and Amanda hope this episode think, inspires um, you to find some kids and bake with them. sure to subscribe to Flower Hour on iTunes or SoundCloud. And if you're enjoying your time with us, leave us a review. We'd appreciate it. 